morning, good evening, good afternoon. My name is Viv. And I'm Dylan, and you're listening to Treadmill Talk. In Treadmill Talk, we'll sit down with industry experts in the world of health and fitness, some good banter and yarns along the way. We're all about nutrition, training and lifestyle. Powered by Flex Fitness. Hey guys, we're back on Treble Talk with Viv and Dylan. Hey so our special guest today is Brad Weber. Hey Viv. Hello. How are ya? I'm great, thanks. That's good. So fast five, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, Big Mac combo, double cheeseburger combo with nuggets. Which one? The one with nuggets. Okay, would you rather be an eagle or a shark? I already know this. Shark. Okay, if you had to lose a leg or an arm, which one would it be? Leg. Eat 10,000 ca- 10, calories or burn 10,000 calories in a day? Uh, eat, <gasps> eat definitely. Okay. Oh, well, I don't think I'm bad. Do Magpies it. or Molos? Are you going to answer? Oh. Oh. I'm going to go with my home team. Oh, well, Magpies. From, well, Magpies. Oh, well Shout done. Out, that was very good. That's a no good question. Oh, wow. We just had the, to do the, it. The Molos are close to my heart, but Magpies is... We've burned some bridges today. We yeah. Triple talk. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> Brad, where do we start? From Rugby. the beginning, I suppose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was that good? Yeah. Yeah, I grew, I grew up in Napier in, in Hawke's Bay. Yep, yeah, shout out. Nice. Who else do you want to shout out? <laughs> I'll keep it at that for now. <laughs> but um, Dad and, and Granddad both played rugby for Hawke's Bay to, um, to a pretty high level, so nice. I had no choice in terms of the sport that I was going to yeah. play. So I, as soon as I could walk, I was, I was running around ball. with rugby ball. And, um, so I started out there... Um, through my schooling, went to Napier Boys. I, I wasn't a tier, like, I wasn't a great rugby player when I was yeah. when I was at school. Like I was alright. Like, I made the first fifteen and stuff, but I you know, didn't like... didn't make New Zealand schools or, sure. or anything um, anything special like that. Probably mm. wasn't until I um, until I left high school that I started um, playing. Yeah, well, like better, yeah, make, making making um, better teams. rep teams and stuff like that, and yeah, um, coming up through the grades. So okay, so me and uh, Gareth Evans, who plays for the Hurricanes, he just made his All Blacks debut. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Gareth. Gareth. Um, we're, we're we're best mates going through um, through high school, so we thought um, let's get as far away from our parents as we can possibly <laughs> go. And we went to the uh, went down to Dunedin. Um, <laughs> Typical. To to study down there and um, play a bit of rugby on the side and, and mm. party up a, f- a fair bit, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, um, Dunedin. Mm. <laughs> um, what, what did you study down there, Brad? Uh, I did a Bachelor of Applied Science. Yeah, nice, um, nice. Majoring in, in technology. So I, I haven't quite finished it yet. I've got about six papers you left. You can go back. Yeah, I think I will. I'll be that yeah. mature student at the, at the front asking all the questions. <laughs> you have that yeah. every time. Yeah, I'll do that some other time. But um, sort of rugby started taking over mm. um, in my fourth year, so I just couldn't quite... Couldn't quite finish it off, but yeah, right. um, yeah, it's good times down there. <laughs> good times. Some stories I won't be able to yeah, tell let, here. Sorry, uh, but. let's yeah, let's not uh, talk about those stories. What stays in happens in Dunedin stays yeah, in Dunedin. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, When I was down in Dunedin, I made um, under twenty New Zealand under twenties, cool. um, which kind of started kickstarting my rugby career. Like, nice. it, that was the first team I'd ever um, I'd ever made, and then the year after, I played for Otago, um, played nine games for them. Then the next year, I got dropped from the Otago team, so I didn't make the right. um, the ITM Cup team as it was known back then. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I was just, um, you know, I was pretty realistic. I was thinking I was just be a student for a year, finish yeah. my degree, and then see how oh, we go. Yeah. But um, about three games into the Mighty Ten Cup season, I got a call from the Waikato coach, um, Johnny. Jeez, I forgot his name. Oh, this can go and post. Johnny, <laughs> uh, John, uh, John, Johnny Walters. And, Johnny um, Walters. Okay. Just having a 
and uh, and he's he just said, "Oh look, we've uh, I need some competition for my nines. Would you be willing to come up?" And I was like, I was like "Okay, yeah, sweet." Wow. And you're like I, Hamilton. Yeah, I was, oh. I'd never. I'd pretty much never been to Hamilton at this point, and I'd only heard the bad story, so oh, I was like, Jesus, what's this going to be like? <laughs> um, but lucky enough, I, I, I knew Trent Renata, um, yep. who's played a fair bit around here. He, mm. he was playing at my club in Dunedin, and I think he'd put in the good word for me, so nice. I owe a lot to, to Trent. Yep. Um, Shout-outs to Trent. Trent, so many people. <laughs> so many people. Anyway, so that was uh, three games in. Um, I think I come off the come off the bench against Southland a week later, then started against Auckland um, the week after that and oh, okay, had awesome. like the best game of my life. I scored two really? tries and Sweet. Dave Rennie, the head coach of the Chiefs, was around at my house the very next day offering oh. me a Chiefs contract. Oh, so within two weeks, I've gone from <laughs> thinking I was just going to be a student for the year, like not even making the Otago team, yeah. to then being offered a full-time wow. professional contract from the Chiefs, and I've been ever since. So, oh, so if I, I'm getting the story right, you um, got called up. And and um, Johnny said, "Hey, we need some competition." Who 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 was in there at the time in the Waikato squad that had played the first couple of games? Uh, there was uh, Caleb O'Donnell, yep. who's who's done pretty well for himself since, and um, an Australian guy, Mick Snowden. So yeah. so you, there were these two guys that were obviously the first picks. Yeah. And then you swooped on in there week three, mm. and then you managed to get. Did you say uh, you came off the bench against Southland, yeah, and then Southland. You, you were starting next week? Yeah. It's pretty fast. It's that a, is yeah, it was quite cool, though. I think they were just sort of taking a bit of a risk. Like the the team hadn't gone that great yeah. up until that point, so sure. they kind of needed to mix things up just to see how, uh, mm. just to try and um, change the the fortunes of the of the season around. And, like, yeah. and, and they're like, it's you. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's you. Yeah, sure. Hat trick. trick. Yeah, yeah. Very End cool. Story. This will be coming up. I think it's my might be my sixth season with sixth. the Chiefs. Yeah, it's gone quick, man. Wow, real quick. And yeah, so I had three years, three seasons with Waikato, and um, just completed my third season with Hawks Bay. Yeah, yeah back down awesome. home, went down home. So and so, obviously, besides that, you um, this year played for Māori All Blacks as well. Yeah, tell us about that. So you went to the states. Yeah, yeah. So we um, we pl- I only went on the f- the, the first the first, the first game, week, right? and then I right. then I um, then I come home. I, I my body was a bit broken, so I needed a bit of a break. Mm. Um, and rather than going and playing against Chile and Brazil, I just um, asked the coach if I could come home, and he was really good about it. Yeah. So we did that. So yeah, had, had the had the first week over in the states in Chicago. Then it was yeah. um, Chicago is a really really cool place. It's massive. Yeah. yeah. But there's lots going on, like everything, like it's pumping. It's just uh, constantly going. Yeah. So to be fair, there was rugby was sort of the side project, really. Yeah. Like, we were just you did more a lot like, of traveling. Yeah, yeah. Sightseeing, more like sightseeing. Like we're in the states. Went, yeah. Went to, yeah. Went to two NBA games and yeah. oh, awesome. Um, man, that was. Well, I'd never been to an NBA game, and I'm yeah. a huge NBA fan. Um, Who's your team? Uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Okay. I, I think I'm probably <laughs> Who's like, your team, Dylan? Yeah. Oh, I'm torn, I'm torn. I don't want to say it on here. Nah, I'm always with Stephen Adams. <laughs> ah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're that, going to Thunder. Yeah, that'd definitely be my second team. But no, nah, I think I'd probably be one of the very few Hawks fans in New Zealand. Like, It's not a very popular choice, but right. I enjoy them. But anyway, um, the first, we went to the uh, Golden State Warriors versus Chicago Bulls. Nice. And this is when Clay Thompson hit an NBA record. 14 oh, threes in a game, and like we were three rows back, and he hit his 14th three like right in front of us. It was, wow. yeah, that was pretty cool. It was yeah. like once in a lifetime sort of experience yeah, for being sure. able to do that. Like, That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. How about the game though? You know, when you're playing for the, the Māori All Blacks, were you playing the Eagles that, that yeah. first game? Yeah. And how'd you go? Yeah, well, so we played them on Soldier Field, which is the famous field, uh, the NFL field in, in, uh, in Chicago there, and it was, it was epic. Like, mm. The, atmosphere and like the stadium basically it kind of just shoots straight up like it's not 
sort of traditional when it goes out. So uh, it like feels bullshit. like feels like people are all like right standing like like looking right down on top of you. Oh, it's, yeah. um, and the the noise that the Americans make, they're like they're pretty passionate. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so it was like. Do you want to pretty... give us an example? Of nah. What they sound like? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like you can't hear. Like you, right. like I'm trying to talk to you, and yeah. I wouldn't even be able to hear you, right. even even with your voice. But, oh yeah, fair enough. Um, so <laughs> it's like they've got the athletes for sure. Like the mm. states in a few years, like they've just started a. A professional league in in the states. Yeah, I heard about that. So if they can get that off the ground, like mm. it's a pretty desirable place to to go and play one day. Like I'd probably love to do that. Maybe in the twilight of, of my career, like go and play in the states, it can be pretty cool. So certainly they've got the athletes. Um, it's just about getting some rugby now mm. into them, yeah. and they'll, they'll be pretty good, I think. But then, like that's what happens. Like they just attract players by money, and then all of our ones leave. Well, it's like <laughs> like, we'd, know, like we'd we'd love we'd love to stay in New Zealand, yeah, but like it's yeah. like that's the but like, rugby career only lasts yeah. so long. Yeah. Like we've got the small, small yeah. window to make as much money as we yeah. can before one our bodies are... break down or we don't get selected. <laughs> yeah. Like people talk about loyalty a lot in rugby, but and like they expect loyalty from players to to teams and to to regions. But as soon as you're not good enough, yeah, there's no loyalty. Generally, like especially with, like maybe the very top of the top, there might be loyalty back. But yeah, sure. And the vast majority of players, like, as soon yeah. as you're not good enough, boom, you're out. So. Yeah. Yeah. Why should we show a little? Yeah, Michaela. Michaela Blight brought that same point up. Yeah. That you know, you, uh, you're like, you only don't have as a job. Like, mm. if yeah. you're not fit enough, goodbye. Exactly. Only as good as your last game. Your and yeah, it's, it's pretty ruthless. Like, it's <laughs> been some guys that have just literally just been thrown on the scrap heap, and they've got to go and do like normal things. Yeah, and so yeah. obviously, like best case scenario, you last to 34, 36. Yeah. When you finish playing rugby, you're back at square one. So you're yeah. like an 18 year old coming out of high school. Yeah. But unless you've obviously, hopefully, you've built up skills through um, through, other, through things, other stuff. Yeah. But mm. essentially, starting from the from the bottom, whereas all your mates that you went to school with have already had <laughs> sort of nearly 20 years of ex- work experience. Like, yeah. yeah. And you're starting at the at the at the bottom again. So it's um yeah, it can be a bit bit ruthless. Worst roomie. Worst oh. roomie. Go on. <laughs> Oh, um, you're going to be so a few. <laughs> There's a few? More than one. Um, Sean Stevenson. Oh, yeah, Sean. Boy, is it the banter or is it the... Oh, he's just hopeless. He's <laughs> just messy ass, <laughs> snores like a train. Um, and then, like, I enjoy rooming with Beaver, with Stephen Donald, but yeah. I also hate it because, like, he comes out of the shower and he just walks around nude oh, for, like, five no. minutes. <laughs> It's not okay. No, it's it's not, not okay. I'm like, come on, man. Like, put some undies on. Like, I mean, I've seen your toolbox like a Stop. thousand times now. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Saying, no thanks. But I also enjoy rooming with Stephen because yeah. he's a bloody good bugger. So yeah, it's, like, it's you know? good. <laughs> Despite all the the cash that's overseas and and what's on offer to players, what do you think it is about Kiwis that keep us um, kind of in the top tiers of rugby? Where, mm. as you just said, there's better cash offshore. Uh, it's it's definitely the fact that it, that we start like when we're five years old. Like you, you go basically anywhere else, and there's not many countries around the world that start so young yeah. with rugby. Anyway, like there's so many different sports on offer, and and uh, in the UK and in America and Australia that it's hard to for those countries to then get up to speed and. Mm. Uh, keep up with us, and certainly because we develop skill from such a young age. By the time we're adults, we're we're just a class above, I guess. I guess mm. in terms of our skill area, like so, a lot of countries will have the athletes and the ability, but they don't have the same skill level because they haven't been doing it from right, from okay. a young from such a young age. Yeah. And yeah. but yeah, that's why rugby is our number one sport, and you don't see us, I guess, dominating in a hell of a lot of others compared yeah, to those countries. I guess you know. Yeah. What's like a 
weekly training with, like, you know, the Chiefs, like, give us a rundown. So I'm about to head into pre-season next week, actually. Yeah, cool. So I'm about Good to get luck. Thr- yeah, thank you. About to get thrashed for Can we throw weeks. a quick prediction in here? Chiefs 2019, um, who are you guys going to be playing in the finals? Oh. oh. Ooh. I reckon, we, I reckon we beat the Crusaders in the semi-final and we yep. end up playing... Like the Lions or the oh, what is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. Yep. Yeah, something Here you like guys, that. Yeah, you heard it first on Treadmill Talk. <laughs> and uh, next Chiefs, year. Lions, get your season passes in line. <laughs> It'll be in Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. Beauty. No, yeah, definitely. Okay, you give Tell us, us about your uh, down, okay, so, yeah, so pre-season starts next week, and that's basically Monday to Friday, um, and that we'll, we'll turn up at 6.30 and we'll have breakfast together. Oh, lovely. So, yeah, it's um, cute bonding time. Cute bonding time. It's fruit and, it's fruit and yogurt and muesli and wheat bix and stuff. Yeah, and eggs and um, avocado. No, nah, no bacon. No bacon. Oh. Yeah, the big boys are rough into it, otherwise. <laughs> bacon week this week. Yeah, okay. baked beans maybe, but not bacon. <laughs> no, uh, that's cool. Yeah, and then so um, we'll do that and then we'll have um, – basically our morning session will we'll split into backs and forwards. So backs will generally go out onto the field and run skills and run set plays and kicking and um, that sort of thing while mm. the forwards are doing a gym session um, and then we'll swap over um, and then generally there'll be a, after that there'll be a, meet, a team meeting where we'll go over tactics mm. or um, maybe mental skills or, or whatever um, that'll take us into lunchtime we have lunch together then there'll be a big afternoon session where we just get thrashed with contact and wow um, on the all, field on the field sorry um and all sorts and then generally running after that as well um a running top up and then there'll be a small break and then there'll be an off feet conditioning so whether it's rowing what bike Ooh. boxing um whatever they can this is one day still that's one day yep so we'll do that that'll be that'll generally be Monday. that'll be pretty much the same monday tuesday thursday and friday and you get one day off yeah wednesday isn't a day off. It's more of like a like a lower, so like a lower right, intensity sort right. of a day. Like be more meetings, um, maybe a little bit of skill work, light skill work right. on the field, but that's it. Mm. So they thrash us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they like it's not boring. Like they they try and um, change it up. Yeah. Like we we might go off site and go to um, go do a boxing class right. or oh, a spin yeah, cool. class or go do hills, which suck. <laughs> yeah, they take us in it like everywhere, and then like in season, oh, no. a little bit nicer, but um, so we don't get thrashed as much. But basically, Monday, Monday we'll come in and it'll be we'll review the game that we've just played. Yeah, video. Um, yeah, on the video um, in the classroom, um, and then we'll uh, go with a, a gym session and like a, what's called a clarity walkthrough out on the field as a team. Mm. So we'll go through the plays that we want to use that coming week, but it'll just be at a very slow pace because mm. we played two days prior. You're still sore as, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like you struggle to get out of bed and walk even two days <laughs> later. So it's just walking through um, what we're going to do that week and going into the game. Yeah. Then Tuesday will be a big day. That'll be same again, basically. It'll be um, split backs and forwards. Mm. Um, and skills and gym, swap over, um, preview the team that we're going to play as our meeting, lunch, and then just have a big session in the afternoon. Right. And with no top-ups afterwards, thank That's God. Like, yeah, yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. Those days are done. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all pretty happy about that. And then Wednesday day off, Thursday is the same as Tuesday. Yeah. Friday is um, just a captain's run, so we'll just come come go to the stadium and um, it'll pretty much be run by the players, go through our plays, mm. and then Saturday we... We play the game. You don't train on Saturday, though, eh? Before nah. a game? No. Nah. Mm. On a bye? That's a lot. On a bye, usually you get the whole week off. Uh. Um, but, <laughs> like, away from the, um, away from base. But 
you're still expected to do like a little bit yeah. so that you don't blow out over that week. And they probably which, travel you as well. You're probably on the plane to wherever you need to go and so you probably right. lose a day or so. Yeah, some, yeah, sometimes you do. So you got to mm. like – obviously that's a general week where we're just in New Zealand – Saturday to Saturday, it changes if we play Friday or oh, if yeah. we're going overseas. Like that changes things massively. Like you might, yeah, like you say, you lose a day. Yeah. So preparation is, um, yeah, you got to make the most of your time. It's on the back of the shirts, right? What's the? Yeah. It's a chip. It's like a little chip. Yeah, it's a, it tracks. Yeah, it's a GPS. It's basically a GPS. Yeah, and um, who? And they just look for what speed? Yeah, oh, it's got everything. So it's um, yeah, total distance, speed, and then what we call a high met, which is. Um, so you get it if you're an accelerating at a certain pace or running over a certain right. speed, it gives you a high meter, and um, that's basically high-intensity running. So you can see basically not only how far or in mm. terms of distance, but you can also look at how hard you're actually working. Like that's yeah, right. the, cause that's, And that zone is when you're actually working really hard. Yeah. So that's what they look for. And that's on just the game days, or do you use those no, on training, training as well? No, training as well. So they, they, yeah. they try and um, – because obviously there's going to be – research in terms of if you overload a player mm. then he's far more susceptible to injury in, t- in terms of soft, soft tissue injury so yeah um if you have had a big week on, on on the feet the trainer will come and tap you on the shoulder and just be like oh right maybe just take it easy like maybe jump out for five minutes of training like you've yeah. you're basically in the day like, i guess like what you call the danger zone in terms mm. of injury but then on the other side, if you're not working hard enough, like, he'll come over and be like, "Still kept on." Yeah, you start working a little bit harder, boy. Oh, or you're you, yeah. Or I'm going to take you after training and I'm going to thrash you a little yeah. bit. So it's like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. Start working hard. Are there any kind of challenges or any kind of comps between the boys that you guys have? Um, is there such like thing a as like a? Test? Is there like a Chiefs oh. challenge, like set of reps and, and weights yeah, that like you guys throw around and see who can do it do it better than each other? Oh. Well, we've got um we've got the honors board at the at the chief. So board. yeah, it's like it's everything. So it's bench, <laughs> chins, squats, power clean, speed, and yo-yo, which is our fitness oh, test. Yeah. Yep. Some of the small fellows do well. Like big Damien, he's um he's like eighty kilos, and he probably does like one ninety. Maybe right? even that's ridiculous. Yeah, Aaron Cruden used to do nearly two hundred. Wow. So some some strong right. little fellows in, awesome. in, in rugby. Yeah. And your bench. Uh, it's like one thirty, one thirty two. Wow, think, something like that. We don't we don't go to the gym to, to right. set records or yeah, not like um, you know it's we're trying to prime our bodies for yeah. con for heavy contact and mm. um, yeah I guess um, like strong speed powerful powerful um, movements in the game yeah. so um, yeah all our gym mm. stuff is uh, to be and to be fair on a Thursday will be our power day so that's when we compete against each other as well. <laughs> okay, so we have it's all um, yeah we have like. Uh, running sprint races, yeah, um, nice. squat jumps, like which is all um, monitored on a, a string that's attached to the bar, and it gives you how much meters oh. per second you're lifting oh, the, wow. the weight at. So that's the same with bench, high pull, oh, yeah. and squat jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we'll do things like, um, yeah, we try and make it as competitive as who, possible. Who's on the, the most competitive? Who who doesn't like <laughs> being beaten on comp day? It used to be uh, Tawara Kubalo. Oh. He was the worst. <laughs> Honestly, the most competitive bugger I've ever met. <laughs> Like you can totally do anything, and he'll do it like wow. a thousand times afterwards just to try and beat you. That is hilarious. <laughs> um, Sean Stevenson, but he's 
but he's terrible. So I don't know why like keep he, like he talks to this big he talks this big game, but he's, he's terrible. But then like then there's guys who are like really good rugby players who are terrible in the gym. Like Brody, right. Brody Retallick is a classic example, like one of the best rugby players in the world. But in the gym, man, he's like he's got a long way to go, bro. Well, he does. Yeah, squad. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but you know, like, long limbs. Like you see him play on the on the field, and you're like, man, he's one strong bugger. Yeah, but yeah, in the gym, yeah. is just like, nah. he does it. Yes. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, what do you do like? Well, what do you do outside of that? Oh, well, like if I was to do any uh, of my own training, it's mainly based around skill work for me. Like, yeah, because my game is so highly um, like it's all about passing and kicking. Like, yeah. I have to do thousands of repetitions to get good at it. Yeah, yeah. so that's sure. probably mainly what uh, my training outside of um, what we've actually got prescribed to us would look like. But mm. um, certainly, like, I'm, certainly over the summer, like I enjoy going for. Walks up, um, uh, up like the mountain oh, and things oh, yes, like that. Mum yes, and dad yeah. live over there, so like, yeah. if oh, I was good. to do any more fitness work, it's sort of that sort of carry on, like trying yeah, to yeah, cool. get up there as quick as I can. But other, other than that, what we've got prescribed to us is pretty much enough. Like, yeah, I bet. It's a lot of hours. Because yeah, otherwise, outside of that, yeah, you're kind of kind of resting. But certainly over my my break, it would be lots of wow. uh, lots of reps lots of, of to try and get try and get fit like that, rather than going for like I've, I hardly ever go for a long road run. Like, I can't even remember the last time I did that. <laughs> yeah, wow. What do you reckon, Brad? About one day getting um, Viv into some of those passing drills, man? Oh gosh, I would. <laughs> Is there rather, a chance we could do that? With I you? Would. Yeah, easy. Um, right? Yeah, awesome. She's got the height for it. You'd be able to get down oh, low with the ball. Oh, oh, you'd probably make quite a good half back. I reckon. I reckon she's got a pretty good box kick, man. I'd yeah, like you to should see my te- box. Get you to teach the technique and go for it. You're Kate. flexible enough to get that leg up there, wouldn't you, Viv? Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> Dad Girl Viv on Instagram. What's the party like? Yes, exactly. What do it, does a Chiefs player get for 100 games? Yes, actually. Um, so for 50, you get um, you get your jersey embroidered in and um, this book with a whole lot of... Um, Very nice like book. Cool photos. Highlight and, um, Pretty much. And then 100, you get, um, you get a full-frame jersey... Um, which is actually pretty cool, full frame jersey with again embroidered, and then like all these photos just around in the frame. It looks awesome. it looks epic actually. Um, and then generally you get some sort of personalised gift from the chief. So I think uh, yeah, what did Sam can get. Um, oh, he got like a record player and like all these records. A record and then, player, yeah, nice. Hicker yeah. Elliott got like um, he got this uh, like leather jacket, like oh, a, um, no. a leather jacket with like with a, and, like, it might have been like a Chiefs patch on the back. It was cool, man. Like, it was real cool because he was like into his, like motorbiking uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's so so that was kind of funny. So yeah. So, so, so your new hashtag is Road to the Frame. Yeah, road yeah, to- something like yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's very good. Yeah, do you guys have to eat anything specific, or do you want to give us a rundown when it comes to eating? Well, like, I'm pretty lucky, but like I, right. um, I can basically eat what I want, and I'll stay and the same. <laughs> um, but but that's probably more so because we burn so much at training, yeah, and stuff, sure. especially as a halfback. Like we do a lot of Ks yes. in a training week and, and in a game, so we yeah. burn a lot. So we need a lot of energy but certainly I try and keep um, relatively healthy I don't, right. don't, um, don't like to indulge t- too much, too much. Or, well, but I do of course yeah yeah we're pretty lucky at, at certainly through through the season we get all our um, all our shakes made for us our protein shakes so after, really? after you know, after any gym sessions there's one yeah, sitting awesome. there and um, the, and after training as well and we're split into groups so there's What's called the mellow puff, so that's the big boys with um, <laughs> skin folds that are a little bit too high. <laughs> they need to chop down. So there's this is basically just water and water and protein. They're uh, on isolate protein. Yeah, oh water my and gosh. shake, and then there's like the maintainers, and they're obviously at yeah. a, 
at a good spot. Then there's the gainers who need to <laughs> need to put gain, on a bit. Gain, gain gain a bit. Need to put on a bit. And then there's the super gainers who are like, oh, wow. we have these shakes that are like a full on meal. Are you in the really? super gainer I'm in, category? I'm in the super gainer okay, category. Okay, what's in the super gainer shake? Oh, there's all sorts. Um, <laughs> sometimes there's like custard. Wow. Oh, it's, oh, it's, they're it's, just beefing out your hot, calories pretty as much. much. As, oh, wow. But I pretty much have to take the super gainer shake just to maintain. Like, oh. if, I, if I didn't take that, then I'd lose weight real yeah, quick. So true. I kind of struggle to – like, the weight I'm at now is probably about about right, about perfect. I reckon. Yeah. I don't, really? I was, I've been a little bit heavier before and I felt, like, a little bit slow. So I like being – like being light lean? and quick. Yeah, right. Sort of, uh, okay. So I've you, seen. Sorry. You yeah. guys. So do you guys have a nutritionist or anything? Yep. Yep. So we've got we've got a full time full time nutritionist. Yep. Um, we've just changed over actually. So Dane's left, and it's um, I can't remember what the new nutritionist name is now. She's I haven't met her yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's in. That she'll be in all the time to do the boys' skinnies and um, <laughs> give advice and give out um, all sorts. And they 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 provide us with other tools that we we might um, need like those. Um, what is it? Those muscle fuel. Um, Oh, like um, pre-packaged meals. Well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't get them. I know a few boys do, and yeah. they enjoy them. So yeah. um, it's certainly some of the boys that probably need it. Yeah. They certainly have it. Do you guys get like an open window? I've seen, you know, some players, uh, you know, you follow them through Instagram or wherever, mm. and Saturday morning game day, they usually, you know, like to eat something they mm. like. Some of them I've seen. Um, yeah. Is that something that the Chiefs give you freedom to do as well? Yeah, so we pretty much, uh, we've pretty much got freedom right up until about four hours before the game. So yeah. we do, we basically eat and drink whatever we want up until that point. Mm. Um, obviously, it's under uh, with a lot of advice from our nutritionist what we yeah, should eat for, for sure. breakfast yeah. and, and for lunch and leading into the pre-game meal, which is, again, like I said, four hours before the game. So if it's a 7.30 game, we'll meet at 3 and have just a little walkthrough as backs and forwards mm. and then we'll go over and eat a pre-match meal together and that's mm. all prescribed. It's... Injuries. Mm. Mm. We all love some injuries. No, we do. No, we don't. Tell us. <laughs> you had one big injury. Uh, so it was February 2017. At so the, last year. At the, at the tens. Um, yeah. I broke my femur, which is the, the big thigh bone and um, my left my, my left hand side. And how did so, that happen? Well, I haven't I haven't been able to re-watch it. Like, we've got it saved at home and um, the girls at home try to get me to watch it, but I just can't do it. But what I remember is I was... Um, one guy had my leg wrapped down by my ankle, like was holding, oh. and I was I had the ball. I was trying to look for someone to pass to, yeah. and then I just got hit from some like the side that I just I didn't even see him coming, and it just must have been right on my femur because the dude had my leg trapped. It just yeah, bang, mm. just full broke. Everything yeah. else stood still, and then you got hit right yeah. there. Which is that? yeah, but it was like at so at the time I like went down and I was um, I knew something was wrong because I fell over because like, yeah. my leg wasn't working and. Mm. But there was no pain. Like people were like that. Apparently, it's the most painful bone to break. But Did I you like, kind yeah. of black out? Like I didn't black out. I was or just, you like, just like, what's just, going on? Yeah, I was just like, what the? Because I've never had an injury or anything. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I had no idea what was going on. I looked down and my like leg was kind of to the side. Oh. And I was just like, what's going on? And so numbing, like sort of tingling sensation was around sort of around my thigh, but knee. So I was like, oh, maybe I've dislocated my knee yeah. or something. <laughs> so they come out and they're like, oh, what have you done? I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I've done. <laughs> like, I just can't walk. Did we score? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I got stretched off and then yeah. they were in the um, in the medical room. And because I've said that I think I've dislocated my knee, <laughs> they knee. started doing tests on my knee. So oh. they're like moving my leg. Oh, no. Like doing all these tests, like 
testing for all the ligaments and stuff, and they yeah. do this one without move it up and then move it in to oh. test for the ACL. And like my whole bone moved. Like I know that was my bone now, but at the time I was like, whoa, no, don't do that, don't do that. Like it felt so weird. And like I, oh, you've done your ACL and your knee. And I was like, oh damn it! Like I was, <laughs> Got that I was ACL. like, yeah, bloody ACL. So they iced my leg, put me on a wheelchair, and I watched the rest of the game. Mm. And then in that time, one of my teammates broke his tibia and fibula, oh, so yeah. like full ninety degrees. So he took, yeah. so he took the ambulance to the hospital. So there's no ambulance for me to go to the hospital to go get my scans. So they put me in the front seat of this car, and like my leg was just too long to like just put my butt in and then sort of Swing slide in. it in. Yeah. So they had to like again move it up and that's oh. when the pain started coming in. And oh, this poor like nurse, I was like screaming at her and like swearing <laughs> at her and like, like oh, she would have been like, I've just been like, abused by this rugby player, but I was on so much pain. Yeah. And so got to the hospital, had the MRI on my knee and they come over the loudspeaker and they're like, oh, you're, your knee's fine. Like, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. I was just like, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm getting some serious pain <laughs> in my thigh right now. Like, do you want to check it? So they did, and they're like, "Yep, you've broken your femur. Oh we're going to get you into we're going to get you into surgery nah. right now." Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, and I found out later that I was very lucky, like, because there's the femoral artery that runs along alongside the femur, and if a lot of the times, especially in car crashes, people snap the femur and it it tears the artery, Jeez, and you can yeah. bleed out and die in like four minutes or something. Oh wow! So oh. and I must have been just millimeters away from doing that, Heck. and so I was. All this time I'm running around with this broken femur, mm. and it could have at any time just like. Especially when they were trying battery. to manipulate your yeah. knee and yeah, get you yeah, in the yeah, car exactly. and stuff like that. So, like, talking to them afterwards, they were freaking out. They're like, I can't believe you, I can't believe that this is what yeah, happened. Yeah, like, yeah. I was going to say, mentally, did you do anything throughout that time to like get positive <laughs> yeah. vibes? Yeah. You know, like, you're like, well, oh, and, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, and because it was the first injury Honestly, I'd ever had. Yeah, it'd and, be like, hard. And 2017 was meant to be a big year for me. Like, mm. um, I was trying to get back into the to the All Blacks mix, and that was my big chance mm. to put my hand up before Tawera went overseas, mm. and I missed out on that opportunity, obviously. So um, I was pretty down initially, like mm. especially when I come around. But um, we had our mental skills guy, um, David Galbraith, he's a great man. Um, he as, as soon as I touched down in New Zealand, he he rang me and was like, "Let me know when you're back. We'll catch up and have a cup of tea." So he did. He come around. And we were chatting, and he's like, so I'll say, how are you feeling? And I was telling him my sad story, my sob story, yes. like, blah, 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 missing this. I, I missed out on a chance to play against the British mm. and Irish Lions and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. And so he was just like, um, he's like, stop feeling so sorry for yourself. Like, there's people in far worse situations yeah, than you. Right. Like, you're lucky you're going to get back, you're going to run again, you're going to play rugby again. Yeah. Like, there's people in wheelchairs, there's people in far worse situations yeah. than you. So um, use a bit of perspective in your life and actually... Um, and like he gave it to me straight, and yeah. I was just like, "Whoa!" Okay. Yeah. So from that that point on, I was sweet. Like I was happy as I was. Yeah. Um, I knew. It, like, like like you said, I knew I was going to get back and play rugby again. I was going to run. Yeah. So things could have been way worse. Your first All Black cap. Yeah. Samoa. Mm. Two thousand and fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah. How was that experience? So it was like. Thirty degrees and hot. hot as, and so it was tough. Yeah, um, certainly with all those screaming Samoans, man, they were your best mate before the game, and then when the game started, they were just like aiming for blood, man. They were just into us, so it was a pretty hostile environment, but it was cool. Like, yeah, um, this was like after I'd been dropped from Otago, I wow. made the All Black, mm. so it was like it just kind of blew me away. I was like, what the hell am I doing here? But yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and like, but the, most of the, most of the boys were were pretty good. Like, I played with some some of the legends of the game. Like, I um, room with Dan Carter and awesome. Yeah. Um, 
and things like that. So it was it was pretty cool. And um, Dad came over for and oh. and his brother came over for the game. So that's cool. Um, yeah, it was it was. Uh, no, I come off the bench. I had um, I think I had like seventeen or eighteen minutes. Yep. Um, Few good things, messed up the old thing, but I, I was like, it just went so quick, and then yeah. boom, and all of a sudden, like, I'm just like, Whoa, look, I've got, I've got yeah, the all black shoes on. That's very cool. That's awesome. Kind of t- takes a while to sink in, I reckon. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, what number are you? Like, uh, don't one, you all get a number? Yeah, yeah. So, all black number 1140. 1140. So, that's pretty cool like, to be able to yeah, save yeah. for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just going to finish off with some lifestyle stuff. Okay. Do you want to talk about your uh, podcast? Oh, yes, so my Brad, podcast. Brad has his own podcast. It's called Code Trippin', and it's. Um, give, give them a follow. Yeah, give them a follow on all. Where, wherever you find your good podcast, we'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just beside Treadmill Talk? Yeah, just beside yeah, Treadmill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael and I listen to a lot of podcasts, especially basketball ones. And oh, we, yeah. Well, the ones that we really enjoyed were the ones that were done by the players. Like there's yeah. one by JJ mm. Reddick, and he gets guys like um, Kyrie Irving on and Kevin Durant and stuff. And cool. like, Gave us perspective as like because we looked at them as like these superstar athletes, but mm. then we forgot that they were actually real people and have yeah. like interests outside of sport yeah. and yeah. you know people who shred them on social media all the time. <laughs> it's actually a real person that they're talking about. Yeah, and people forget that I think. Yes, and we realised that there was nothing like that in rugby. Like especially rugby players in New Zealand get thrown on this pedestal like we're some superhuman like um like we've got to be this yeah me- like perfect role model yeah. but we're not we're just normal people yeah. like yeah. everybody else who we just happen to play we just happen and, to play rugby mm. um, we've got interests outside of rugby and um, you know we've generally got I, I love the banter that, we, that I have every day with my mates at, in the changing room so I wanted <laughs> yeah. to bring that to, to a not, 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 not some of it obviously we keep private <laughs> but, but a lot of it like Boys generally have really yeah, good yeah, sense yeah. of humour, so yeah. I wanted to bring that out and show yeah. people like what we're really like, and we're cool. actually good buggers. So um, that was just a platform to do that. So we talk bugger or rugby. Like we yeah. might we might have one question just to get the ball rolling, and then we just talk, talk about crap, other really. things. Like, yeah, the, but the the media these days, like yes, you can trust a lot of them, but there's some that you really need to watch out for and what, yeah. what you say. And this gives us a platform to say whatever we yeah. want, and it's on the record. Like it can't yeah, nice. get, our words can't get manipulated in another way. To is there a lot of that? Do you find that like um, with um, interviews that have been done either with yourself or, or people you know that you kind of come away from that experience and you see the story being published that the words have been twisted a little. Yeah, mm. it, yep, definitely. It, it happens. Like you come you come away from the interview like, oh yeah, that went well. Like I said what Did I wanted okay, to say, yeah. and then it comes out, and you're like, actually, if I'm, if I'm someone who's reading that, I'm thinking, geez, that's that's a little bit dodgy. So, mm. um, yeah, you certainly need to. But in saying that, I've had a lot of good articles. Like mm. there's like there's a lot of good ones out there, but there's just the odd um, few. We we call them sharks that we kind of need to watch out for that. <laughs> Can have the ability to do this if you're not careful. So you got to watch what you yeah. say, and that's yeah. and that's why like you see a lot of interviews with um with players, and they're just so like cliched, yeah, and boring, yeah. same. Or like you could basically <laughs> write the story yourself and like say what they say because that's. But we do that for a reason, yeah. just so that we don't um, potentially put ourselves or in our danger. Yeah. So do you find that with social media as well? Like when people are trolling mm. hardcore on your page, you're yeah. just like. Man, I don't. I want to reply and blast, yeah. but I can't. Hell yeah! Like there's sometimes you just want to like let rip on people, rip but you're just it. like, oh god, I'm gonna hold my tongue. <laughs> hold it, hold it. Because like people, people make like fake profiles, profiles right? Just to rip an athlete yeah. out. It's like, come yeah. on. And no one ever has ever come up to me in person and said something bad about right. me or my teammates. So yeah. it's like. People are only brave behind a keyboard, generally. Like, they'll never say it to your face. It's like, yes. So, I mean, social media is great, but it's 
Yeah, it's got its yeah, yeah. Um, evil side. Um, do you guys focus on on um, off the field behavior much as a team, or is it something you go through with your mental coach? Or man, it's a real good question. We do we do have a lot actually. We've um, uh, we have a lot of uh, we've got what's called PD, personal development, mm. that we um, have set aside each week for that exact reason to help us grow to be not only good rugby players but good people, and yeah. that certainly. Um, and certainly with our mental skills guy in terms of um, how we uh, interact with the public and um, the way we, we show ourselves outside of, of rugby is really important because mm. you can do like a thousand good things in the community but as soon as you do one bad thing, that, yeah. you, that's what's yeah. focused on. for the re- So you've got to really watch yourself. It's, like, it's a shame that it's like that but it's the reality. Brad, where do you see yourself for five years? <laughs> Tell us. Are you a DJ or are you still playing rugby? Are you a dad? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's I don't a dad. know. I'm not ready. I'm not he's ready. He's thirty. <laughs> Hang on. No, nah, he's not thirty. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, I've played a hundred games for the Chiefs by the end of it. And five years. How old will I be then? Thirty. Thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-two. So I'll be uh, thirty-two. Yeah, okay. still be playing. Hopefully. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in. What about your Instagram and Facebook handles? What are you working with? What well, can we follow you? Just, I'm just running Instagram and, and Twitter at the moment. Um, you love just, some more Twitter followers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll <laughs> so that's just Brad underscore Weber nine. And then um, at Code Trippin is our podcast page. We, Very cool. We'll throw some banter up on that one. I reckon. Yeah. Get around awesome. it. Thank Beauty. you. Thanks so much for coming in, Brad. Real no, good to chat good. with you and, and run a treadmill talk episode with you. Well, that's all for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening in. Make sure you grab a free trial at any of our flexes. Come along and see what we're all about. Also check out on our website to get free downloadables and also blog posts that are related to the current podcast. And that's it. Au revoir.